covering me in copper two coats I'm just trying to float Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here at 1150 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. That song is Copper. I want to just do the whole like copper, like rattlesnake, which isn't right, I'm sure, some other. But I just want to do it. I love the heartiness of it. I just can't not dance. I have right? to dance to that song, and actually, she has so a beautiful good. video that goes with it. And she's just got her feet barefoot on the on the earth, and she's got this beautiful dress, and she's swaying and moving. And uh, yeah, so joining me is Paige Woods. Good morning, Paige. Good morning. Jeez. So I saw that on your birthday in January online. I'm like, you are mm-hmm. my musical guest. <laughs> That's what I said to you, huh? Yep. Yep. But when I called you pre-show, we talked and we talked and we talked. And I said, I have to have you on my show when I have more time. And that's today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Perfect timing. Yep. So uh, going back, uh, I know you were, uh, gosh, playing. I probably saw you five years ago with your sisters. Mm -hmm. And then, um, gosh, then you did some solo stuff. And, And what are you doing right now with Copper? Um, so copper is making its way. It's making its way. It's doing the rounds. It's touching the people that it needs to. Um, we are aiming to have, it's, it's going to be a four song EP and copper is the single off of that. That's going to be out hopefully May, May, June. That's kind of what we're aiming for. A lot more songs in the same vein on that EP. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. And how can people get it or see it? Um, right now you can go to my website. All of the information is there. www.pagewoods.art. Pagewoods.art. And I'm, I'm going to do some of the lyrics here. Uh, yeah. Seeing foxes everywhere, telling me I've got to be aware. Things aren't always what they seem. Gotta die deep. And I like it, it says, get back to the roots at the center of the circle. We see clearly these patterns aren't new. Spinning out of control, hold it tight, let it go, let it go, let it go. And so you Mm -hmm. and I were talking, and you're a musician, you're an artist, a super creative, all the higher chakras are spinning. Uh, We work on grounding, (laughs) that's for sure, but uh, you're a Capricorn with Sag. Aquarius. Aquarius. Aquarius with a Capricorn stellium. (laughs) So I've got my Mercury, my Mars, and my Venus in Capricorn. Venus in Capricorn. So you're doing all the stuff, you're getting things finished, and you, you're on a spiritual journey. So mm-hmm. give us a, when do you start thinking about this different way of being? Um, I, it's so hard to pinpoint because I feel like, I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately. It's, it's been a lifelong journey of, you know, one little step at a time. Um, I think this, to refer to this album specifically, a lot of these 
songs came out of a time when I was really seeking, when I was uh, not in a spiritual place, wanting to be in a spiritual place and music kind of helped me uncover that and kind of get back to exactly what this said, get back to the roots. What is meaningful to me? How do I connect with my higher self? How do I connect with the unseen? How do I navigate that unknown in the truest way possible? And that's the beauty of it is the the chakras. So you have your crown chakra, which mm-hmm. is when you look up, you have your connection to something higher than yourself, bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, your third eye is when your your intuition kind of kicks in, and your inner voice, your throat chakra, it gives you direction. And we had a quick, quick inter- um, talk yesterday, and you were exactly how I would do things. You're like, I'm just gonna stop. I have this issue with something, and I'm going to find the answer on my own. I even brought up green lights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that was that for me, it was, and it was funny that you mentioned that because I was, I was creating a piece of art at the time, which I think I was telling you about, that was a button, like a pin that you put on a a backpack or a jacket that says push. And it's a green, it's a green button. So it's, you know, that allowance, that permission to just stick with what your gut says, do what you know you need to do and let go. So this song too, spinning out of control, those times when you feel like you're so ungrounded, give yourself permission to just stick with your intuition, hit the green button and let it go. Let it go from that point because whatever happens is supposed to happen. And taking the time out. You were taking a bath. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were taking a bath. I was. We were on the phone and I was in the bathtub <laughs> just kind of reconnecting with the water. Yeah, and nurturing yourself. Yeah. And my stepdad yeah. said, if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. Bless his beautiful mm-hmm. heart. Because mm-hmm. if you have no direction, no green lights, and you stop, where it's, for me, would go to the beach, go swimming, go sit by a tree and, and just sit on the earth. And then mm. all of a sudden the light the lights go on and you turn you look up and you're like damn that's perfect that's exactly what I needed to hear. But if you reacted cuz things were going on you had no control over yesterday and if you would have just reacted it probably would have got worse. Mhm. Exactly. And how do we keep yeah. those higher chakras tuned up? Art, music, community, uh and time alone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And the other day was asking asking the universe so I set your intentions if you want to do anything you have to sit down with yourself and put it on a piece of paper what is it that you want to do get it out it's fun to tell other people it gets more powerful that way but just writing it out for yourself and I say it's like going to a restaurant placing an order about what you want to eat it's prayer it's pure and simple but if I don't tell the waitress what I want you get nothing and you know how I learned that I became my own attorney. I went to court yeah. 45 times. And when I started being my own attorney, I had this judge. And he says, Dina, make a motion. What do you want? And I'm like, dang. Ooh. I saw a light over his head. And I said, I want it all. <laughs> yeah. He gave it to yeah. me all. My other part was like, maybe I'll just <laughs> give half to the other person and be nice. And no, no, no. Mm. You said the same thing to me this morning. But what is, you're going to fulfill your financial you deserve it. <laughs> I do. I'm a prosperous person. There you go. You know, one of my favorite Course in Miracles quotes, which I, I may butcher, so don't hold me to this, but I am prosperous always and in all ways. Prosperity is not money specifically. And I think a lot of people think of abundance and prosperity as their financial green money wealth. And that's just not, that, that's a vehicle. 
that's a vehicle to get where we want in this modern society, but there are so many other types of prosperity. And if you're open, and I think it's what you're saying, you know, it, deciding what you want gets you what you want, speaking aloud, writing it down. But there's also that other side of it where it's okay to ask those questions too. So a lot of the times when I don't know what I want, I just sit down and I write out, what are my questions? What are my questions? And then I, I leave it to my higher self. I leave it to my guides, the universe to come to me with those answers when I'm ready to help me guide me to what I want. And for people that don't live that way, how do you know it's your higher self? How do you know it's not the lower self? I mean, for people that for don't sure. live that way, how do you know? Um, I think we all have different signs. And I think that that's a journey that I've been on at least for the last year or so is decide the, the easiest thing to decide is, okay, if I see, if I see a swan today, I know I'm on the right path. If I see an owl, birds are a big thing for me. So it's a lot of what, you know, what my signs are, but it could be as simple as if this person calls me without me reaching out, I know I'm on the right path. It's deciding simple little tricks in a way for your brain to know this is my intuition speaking to me. And that's part of that journey of knowing is trusting your intuition. So it's when the thought immediately comes into your head. Trust that. Don't question that. You questioning it is you blocking your higher self from talking to you as clearly as as it wants to. That's beautiful. And it's playful. It's playful. You're mm -hmm. you're making yeah. I used to say, let the games begin. I used to have a job yeah. that was boring. <laughs> and they're they're like, okay, what, what's she gonna do? But mine was stars, angels, or crows. And I'd say, mm. let the games begin. And somebody would come up. It was a, a grocery store, a check stand. She'd have an angel shirt on. And, and I started freaking yeah. people out a little bit. And then stars, like somebody would come up with a star on their, their hat or something. And then mm -hmm. it, it got to be fun. But I would ask, like you, questions or, or God, I said, help me. I used to just say, help me because <laughs> I, right. I needed help. Help me. And they, yeah. that was actually yeah. my password for my phone all the time and or uh, my computer. Oh, my help me. And it was just mm -hmm. me looking mm -hmm. up, asking the universe. I also keep an angel in my car. So if I start to look down and I'm driving yeah. and thinking on focusing on things that are making my blood pressure go up, I tap my angel. And now my son yeah. does it. We look for four, mm. four, fours. I can't tell yeah. you how many fours in the last two weeks since I finished my job with my son and kind of mm. got some direction on what I'm supposed to be doing next. And it's just the universe winking. It's a, a wink yeah. from the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's exactly what it is. It's as simple as that. I mean, the first step is deciding how you want to be communicated with. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I just need a sign. You just decide what the sign is and watch what happens. And I always have a, if things come in three. So mm. you, okay, in my book, I actually have it where I was teaching aerobics. It was a club, you know, this is like in early 80s and it had a pavement for a floor. So I was teaching and I was having fun, but it wasn't healthy. And the, the place mm -hmm. down the road had a suspended floor. It was a brand new ladies mm. club. It was gorgeous. And I didn't have self-esteem. So I, I, got, I took all the training and every day my voice is like, um, my bad voice, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Mm. And then one day I went grocery shopping to the place next to it. And the night before I had a dream about John Lennon dead and Yoko Ono pregnant. So in my mind, that's a new beginning and a death. And mm -hmm. then I had my voice say, go, go now. And I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> I walked in, everyone had quit or got fired. 
I was hired yeah. on the spot because yep. I listened to my intuition. The person that ran the place was like on ESPN. She was amazing, but she had taken all the members and left. So the one woman uh-huh. was sitting there and I got to be trained by this other woman because she said I wasn't very good. But guess what? Yeah. I got good. And I worked right. there for years and my kids could go there and my body didn't get hurt. And it was one of those things. If I would have gone the day before, you know, or even a week later, I wouldn't have gotten the job. So that's yeah. how magic that's it's magical, really. Your intuition. Yeah. Well, and it's and it's, you know, I think fear is one of our greatest teachers. Fear is something we're all very familiar with. It's an intense emotion. But you can ask yourself the question, when you feel fear, the question is, what do I need to learn here? What do I need to learn? What am I ignoring? And that a lot of what we're ignoring is the intuition. It is the, I mean, fear is, a, is an unhealed intuition. Fear and trauma are an unhealed intuition. Wow. And it's our body's way of saying, I need to release. I need to release. And that's when you can start asking those questions. How do I release? How do I release? What do I need to do here? What do I need to heal so that my intuition and I are on the same page? Because right now it's holding me back from so many beautiful opportunities, living the life that I deserve to be living. And that's how so many of us stay stuck. And I mean, we are in a, this is a very poignant conversation right now because we are in a Virgo full moon, which is a lot about acknowledging trauma and releasing it and not living in it and not staying stuck. So it's an opportunity right now to say, okay, what am I afraid of? What's holding me back right now? And how do I take small, simple steps to heal that part of myself so that I can begin to live the life that I'm meant to be living on a higher vibrational level? And you know it's your intuition because it's going to tell you to do something you wouldn't normally do, and you might step on people's toes. And like Mm -hmm. I told you Mm pre-show, I had a voice said, get on a plane and run away from home to Kauai <laughs> 10 years ago, exactly in January. And I was scared to death and I yeah. bought the ticket and I could feel my heart just racing. I'm like, I'm doing something. Cause I was married and I wasn't being treated very well. So my voice told me to do it. I had a client that was there. She called and said she had a place for me to stay. And I don't know what happened, but the bottom line is I bought the ticket. And then in the morning I was supposed to leave the next day. And it snowed. It started snowing. So I packed all my stuff and I went to a hotel in Seattle and we were the last plane off the tarmac because it snowed so much. And can you imagine if I hadn't listened to my voice, I would have had a ticket, but I wouldn't have been able to get there. So it was scary. It was super scary. And I told my son, I'm like, honey, (laughs) all my kids were raised. I'm like, I'm only telling you, but this is something I have to do. And he understood. And it saved my life. You know, it really did. Because as things progressed, things came out that, yeah, he was treating me poorly. So if I hadn't listened to it, I wouldn't have been in Kauai for the last 10 years, you know, doing my healing work. It's, it's, it's really, it's scary. It's right. It's the fear. And when you get past it, God, miracles happen. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there are so many things. This is something I was talking to a dear friend about the other day who was in a really fearful place. And God isn't the teacher that I refer to, but God, you know, all encompassing, um, another Course in Miracles, um, the light of God surrounds us, the love of God enfolds us, the power of God protects us, and the presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. This is something that I say to myself when I am rooted in fear, when I am in a place where you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to move through this moment. I'm just afraid and I'm living, I'm stuck, I'm here. 
saying that over and over, you know, it's a three thing. It's that, like you were saying, it's the threes. It comes in threes for me. I say that three times and my chemistry, my body changes to a place where I am more open and receptive. I am in a receiving place to say, okay, I've acknowledged that I'm not alone in this moment. And that's, I think, where fear makes us stuck is we feel so alone in our feelings, in our fear, in our stress. And you need a mantra to get you back to that place where you're, okay, I need to just realign my chakras. I need to allow my body chemistry to change. I need to get to a place of trust within myself. And that was beautiful because I could see when you're talking that way, it's the lower chakras. It's guilt, fear, uh, your shame. But the, mm. the it's the root, sacral, and, and the solar plexus. And you're coming from the mosh pit of emotions. And so mm-hmm. when your spirits aren't lifted and you're not looking up and you're not getting direction, you literally are lost. Because yeah. any probably anything you think you're going to do isn't going to fulfill you. Right. And you said it about abundance. Abundance, abundance is basically finding yourself, knowing that mm-hmm. you are never alone, and then right. whoever comes through your labyrinth, your journey is a high five, but you're you're still moving and you're gonna go through people a lot because you're 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 moving and you're growing. But if we're I have to say, if you're with the same friends you had from junior high, have you challenged yourself? Have you tried something new? Um do you always do whatever the other people want you to do? Are you people pleasing? Because if you're listening yeah. to your intuition, it's going to ma- it's going to make you get on stage and sing for somebody, or it's going to uh, have you. Uh, for instance, you just did a, a new project. What's your new project? I did. Uh, I created an oracle deck, and for those of you who don't know, this falls under the umbrella of spiritual cards similar to tarot. It's a, it's a sister to the tarot is how I, uh, I explain it. But when I started um, getting involved with tarot and Oracle and trying to use tools, physical tools to get more in touch with my higher self, the one drawback I had to getting in touch with that trust, that deep trust inside of me was these are so complicated. It is so complicated. There's so much, it's, it's like going to school for spirituality with, with these two. It's like, it takes so much to learn how to use these tools. And so when I came upon this, this idea years ago to create a deck, I thought, you know, I want to create something that is so approachable for people to, you know, who've never used Oracle cards, who've never used tarot cards, who maybe have some deeply rooted skepticism towards this. I I wanted to create a deck that could be used in so many different ways. You know, you can draw from this deck, each each card is, most of these cards are one word, just one word. I've got on on the top of the deck right now, release. And each, each card is associated with a number. And this is the number 29, which is an 11. And you describe these numbers best. So I'll let you describe that. But what is what is the 11? So 11, two, it's 11, two. And it's yes. about, uh, I say 22, four is about really shining. But 11 to 22 is giving your giving yourself permission to shine. And, mm. and, and what you said is I created, you had an idea, you finished it. That's how mm-hmm. I know you're in a good space right now, because you were talking about it. Lots of people talk and they live in their heads. And they don't create. They don't manifest anything. What they do is talk about it a lot. And 
it's really yeah. hard for me to hang out with people who don't walk the talk, <laughs> you know, right, and right, I'll help exactly. you, you know, maybe we can help each other and you can manifest the yeah. cards. But, um, yeah, I think that what I'm thinking is my chakras were spinning. It's a multiverse. I reached out to you. Spirit told me to, and now we're on that yeah. same page and it might page. Gosh, I always use your name a lot, <laughs> but we're on that same place and, and we're growing together. And maybe a year from now you'll be going here. I'll be going there. And that's what this is all about. It's my life, mm -hmm. my journey. It's your life. Yeah. It's your journey. And yeah. we are now. It's the, it's, the, it's the red threads. You know, there are so many ways to put it. The spider web of life. And, you know, we connected, like we said, five ish years ago through my sisters, through the town that I grew up in. And now here we are in completely different places. But the universe has drawn our threads closer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we we all have those opportunities. It's that synchronicity. It's there's no coincidences. It's the universe winking at us. And, you know, you could take the wink as like a creepy, weird, like, oh, I don't trust this. Or you could take the wink as like a genuine, here you go. Here you go. This is a little gift. This is a little gift. So let's do a full moon card for today. Well, it just popped out. This is an action oriented card, but it is also. It is also a card that is is thought driven. It is the walk card. It is the number twenty eight. This, as we were talking about, we've got that full moon in Virgo. We are a lot of us are sitting in our trauma. A lot of us are ruminating on our trauma, and it is time to walk away from that. Get out. You know, a great way to heal trauma is to get into nature too. Oh, amen. and get into nature, recognize the seasons changing. We are in that. We're, we're in the equinox right now. We're at the spring equinox. Get out, go watch the world change, watch the world change because that you are, you are nature. We are nature's beings. We change just like the leaves change in the spring. We change just like a dormant daffodil that is coming up through the ground. You can change your trauma just like a daffodil. You can have it laying dormant inside of you for years, and then you can allow it to bloom in a completely different way and use that as a catalyst to change your life. I love it. How about Benny? Do you want to pull a card for Benny Mathers? Ooh, I do. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Ooh. Benny Capricorn. He's been he's been doing this the whole episode. Yeah. Stepping in, stepping out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you got the, that's what I do. That's what I do. You got the you got the step the step out card. It's a 23. 23. So five. Change. There you go. There's somewhere you're living right now, Benny, that you need to get out of. Step out of that. You can step out of the mindset. Step out of the physical room. Take some deep deep breaths of fresh air. <laughs> He's working. I'm not super telling hard. you to leave. I know you need to work right here. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's right. going in and out of the door. In and out of the door. Right. Paige can see him. Step out. He's like, I'd like I am to looking step at my watch on. to see what my step count is today. <laughs> it's pretty. Oh high. my god. It's already up so there. <laughs> All right. We've got a card for Dina. Multitasking. Reflect. Thanks. Reflect. You got a root oh, card. The yes, number nine. That's what we've been doing this whole episode. I know. And and that's yep. where I'm at right now. Yep. And I. 
uh, uh, solitude. I love to be alone. I'm never, I have to say, it's taken years for me, like, think I'm missing out, fear of missing out, whatever. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. love to wake up to silence. I used to run with music. I I just love Mm -hmm. being alone. I love solitude. And I I have so many more revelations right now because I'm taking the time to be by myself. Well, in Europe, you're one of those people who goes into nature every day right? You, you go to the beach. I see your pictures on Facebook and I live vicariously because you are in such a beautiful, I mean, I'm in a beautiful place, but you are in a place that is just so healing and amazing. And I haven't even been there. And I know You've that. You've got to come see me. Nine, um, nine acres and I'm alone. So mm. owls, uh, coyotes, mm-hmm. uh, the heron fl- flies through, eagles teaching their young how to get into mm. the jet stream. <laughs> My, the guys I, I work with, come on that. outside, Dina, let's watch eagles teaching their young you how to can fly. do it. <laughs> <laughs> rainbows coming out i'm jumping up on the the bunker yeah. house <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's but this whole thing has got me somehow you know the the tell on the donkey pin the tail on the donkey i had no mm-hmm. idea where i was going but intuition kept giving me little signs little clues and i'm yeah. back on an yeah. island green space by water and i get time by myself i love it so yeah it's yeah and one blessing. one more thing too you know if you are listening to this and you're still like, I don't know, I don't know. One thing, uh, the simplest mantra, my favorite mantra, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? And the answer here, it's both. It's both. You're always right if you are choosing happy. And and you, there's this thing called betrayal. You think people are betraying you, but normally you're betraying yourself. So if you have people Mm -hmm. in your life that aren't, you know, helping you and you think they don't have integrity, look and see if you are not being true to yourself. That's yeah, well, we invite betrayal. We invite betrayal because it's easier because it means to it means we get to stay comfortable. We get to be exactly where we're at. And we know how it feels. Boo. <laughs> right. Well, Paige, right. So do you want to be happy? Do you want to be right? I look forward to like having you out to Whidbey Island and you come mm. and do a retreat with me, go to the labyrinth yeah, I would and, love that. and then I'll come see you in Bellingham. One more time, what's your website? pagewoods.art pagewoods.art like her on instagram also uh, facebook and then check out her youtube mm-hmm. video it's beautiful. yeah second round of pre-orders for these cards is up today so hop on it so reach out to Paige and thank you for joining me thanks tina stay tuned we'll be right back with more Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to 
learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150. We go fishing and hunting too. We plan in the aina to get our food. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's Seth Yamamoto. I live Kauai. He's passed on to the other side. But guess what? We're going to play that song in its entirety. At the end of the show, I was there on the beach with him about two months before he passed. He and I, what a beautiful, beautiful moment. Last song that was ever sang and videoed. But yeah, I live Kauai. And my arm hairs just went up because we're going to a Kauai right now. It's been a while. <laughs> Joining me right now is Jennifer Victoria Bell. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha, Dina. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I had my intuition a month and a half ago say, call Jennifer. And you're on a plane going to visit uh, your ex-husband because he wasn't doing well. And that was the day. And we had the most amazing conversation. So I had mm-hmm. to have you on the show today. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so happy to be with you and um, as you are one of the first people I met here when I first came here. And so how did you get there? Kauai? <laughs> how did I get here? You know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to reveal my ignorance. I, I didn't even know the names of all the Hawaiian islands when I came here. And, um, I had a business with two other people. And one of those people was, had a retreat in Kauai and said, do you guys want to assist the retreat? And I said, sure, why not? Like, you know, let's go to Kauai. Um, Not knowing what I was in 
you know, what was in store for me that was going to be like completely life-changing, but, uh, I didn't know I'd be moving here or any of that. And, um, so I came to assist this retreat and as I'm sitting in Newark airport, getting ready to get on the first flight, I'm on fire. I feel like I, I, I don't have a fever, but my, I turn red. I get really hot. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm literally being purified. And I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, I'm getting some Pele going on. Like I had to have like a purification, right? And so I was already having it before I, as soon as I was waiting for the flight and on the flights over. Um, so, so I assisted that retreat and lots of stuff happened um, on that retreat. That was definitely eye-opening and life-changing for me. And yeah, that was that's four years it. ago, probably four years ago, late January, yeah. February. It was. <laughs> and I had a, a male, male client going to check in before I got there and you had an altercation with them. <laughs> and he, he said some things and we, I didn't even know it was you that he had the issue with. I just got yeah. a phone call from him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm thinking somebody got it right. So you had a conversation with him, but you didn't know his mom just passed. So he was in a really bad space. And oh, yeah. Um, so during that week, you were there, but I didn't really get to see you as much as Dave is who I was working with at the time. Right. And then we actually did uh, probably a year later, we did a retreat week <sighs> retreat, how to have your own retreat. retreat right. Oh, God. Yeah. And it made me realize I don't want to do retreats, <laughs> not with 12 women anyways. You know, it was too much drama, too much going on there. And so that's when I realized I want to do retreats one-on-one -on -one or maybe a couple, mm. but I do definitely don't want to hurt around 12 females. <laughs> <laughs> or 12 male. Anybody, I mean, yeah. really, I, it, it's hard to just corral people. It's hard to get, it's hard to herd them and get into, you know, that I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. And so, and tell the listeners what it is that you do now on, in Kauai. On Kauai. So I, I have, uh, well, <laughs> so what I do is I help people um, with what I call authentic body soul connection, because um, we could have much more coherence. Like we could really have much more of this tangible connection with soul. A lot of people, I would hear people talk about soul. And I hear a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs talking about soul, but they, there's, they don't talk about how to connect with your soul, how to communicate with your soul, how to live a life that's soul directed or soul led. So I have a background I'm, as a licensed acupuncturist and, and a body worker for years. And uh, I even taught Iyengar yoga in the beginning of my career. So for me, it's always like, how do we work with this in the body? And so that's been my, you know, like my inquiry for years. How do we, how do we get this communion between body and soul? So it's really, really precise and very, very coherent and very clear. So I developed a way of doing that based on what I've, everything I've studied um, and how to get people just to really be in this space of receiving from soul first. Um, so we can just be ourselves. I think that's the most important thing that people are trying to dance around and trying to figure out with and spirituality. And, and really we have to just be aligned and be ourselves and be authentic. And I think our Kauai, for, to me, it's like the womb. You yeah. were embraced and you're, you're living there now. I always yeah. get that like, oh, I'm going to go back to mama Kauai. I'll get 
in the womb. I'll be reborn, and I'll go out and do my work here on the mainland. And mm-hmm. I always get to live on islands, so I, I'm not. I'm definitely not complaining. So I, I, I'm surrounded <laughs> by water, but I am missing it. But I haven't got the green light to go back because um, my voice is telling me not to. But I'm starting to see, uh, you know, the travel, lifting, all that stuff. But Kauai is to me a very special place. And we were talking about the energy behind it, how the, the island will kick you off. And my second time there, because the first time I ran away from home, and the second time I got there, I had met Jeannie, and her son had given me all the stuff for a fair I was supposed to do and for free. And I made friends with Jeannie right away, did a reading with Sean. I think it saved his life. Jeannie will say that because he was in a bad, bad place. And, mm-hmm. they, and then they kind of uh, took me in, and the, the, the rest is history, her story, because I was there for so long. But I made a decision. It was me by myself because the person I was staying with had a, a meltdown. And it was mm. the last time I was going to be around people with meltdowns. So I had to get a hotel on Easter by myself in this island. Got a car, got my stuff, and I was on my own. And I mm. got to a place where I was feeling good and then it started raining, which Kauai does a lot. But I was yeah. sad and, and depressed and I was getting myself, I was digging a hole. And my voice said to, sh- to stop it, <laughs> literally stop it because mm-hmm. the rain wouldn't stop. And as soon as I looked up, I met this woman named Star and she was packing her house. Which she had crystals all over the place up in the by the Hindu temple. I helped her pack her stuff, did healing work with her. All the Lemurian stuff came up. I had no idea what Lemuria was, but my <laughs> energy shifted. And she told me um, well, I was, I was going to take her to the post office in Kapa'a. And I saw a um, hitchhiker and she was on her way to Dolphin Touch. And that's how the whole thing started. But if I hadn't lifted my spirits, I would have been booted off Kauai never to return. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Kauai and the energy, though. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Kauai is, uh, it shows you who you are, right? And it shows you on that path of showing you who you are. It shows you who you're not. And if you're not ready to see that, if you're not ready to deal with that stuff, like what I say is like, I can link everything to digestion if you're not ready to digest or process through these things that we like we just kind of push to the side i don't want to deal with that that's uncomfortable i don't want to look at it um it goes right into your face so when you're here so people it's interesting because you see people here on vacation they might not necessarily have that kind of experience or they're staying on the you know they're staying like in this little pocket resort and they're not they're not doing those things, but when you really get out and go explore Kauai and the energy and put your feet on the ground here, um, it will definitely show you, uh, it shows you what you need to deal with. It wants you to take responsibility for your life and what you've created. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get into that zone, it's super heavy. And I just remember not knowing what to do with my life. And um, my friend, the, when I was stay with her the first yeah. time, uh, she lived by the Hindu temple. She went to work to do her massage, and I took a walk, ran into the Hindu temple pre-opening, not knowing where the heck I was. And my voice said, you're to give your book and services away for a, a year. And that's how I got oh. back to Kauai. And I ended up doing the expo with Shah Ravello and a meeting, uh, Victor Kauai, all these people that have been on the show, Phil Warwa doing the disc golf and, and on and on. Yeah. It was my way to to do my healing work, but it was more that my healing work was saving my life because mm-hmm. I was being authentic. I was being me. I was doing what I came here to do. And when mm-hmm. you and I had a conversation a month or so ago, 
we talked about temple workers. And, and yeah. Victor's the one, like, Dina, you're a temple worker. You know it? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Okay, fine. So I, I, I see it now because I have a past life where I help somebody, people, cross over. I was a doula, and I, was, uh, I couldn't speak, but I mm. could communicate with the other side. And if it was their mm. time to go, they would cross. If it was their time to stay, somebody else would take them and, and work with them. But I was working with the, the, the dying. Mm-hmm. And in this life, I wanted to be a hospice worker. And they told me, the higher self, you, this lifetime, you're to work with the living. So I didn't go that way. And here I am working with the living. But mm-hmm. I do. That's probably why I like my solitude. I like because my inner voice is much higher when I'm by mm-hmm. myself and, it, and it's quiet. And you tell me your temple life. I will. Well, so you know, I live near the Hindu monastery. No, I did not know <laughs> that. I probably know where you live. Yes. So uh, I had a few temple lives, right? So, you know, I, my Atlantean temple life, I was alone in the temple. Um, I would be in the temple alone. And I would be receiving information for people. So I'd be receiving information. Uh, I spent all my time alone. And then I would come down and share. The, I'd share this information that was coming in from, we could say the councils, whatever it is. But that was my job just to, and, and to scribe, to scribe, 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 scribe. And I would come down and I would share the information. And at some point what happened with Atlantis, like, is that they stopped listening. This hive mind took control over the people and they it started to create this corruption and they started it started to get it started to destroy itself from within. And it was all based on how the mind got um, basically their minds got hijacked. And so it was an interesting thing, especially when we talk about the throat chakra, because it I would I had that memory and that vision and being feeling very frustrated that I was sharing information that was going to help them live but I couldn't I couldn't get that vibration or frequency out over the hijacking that was happening and it's the same thing that's happening now (laughs) and so why you're here we're both here because of that and and it's frustrating because we were trained in this um, celestial arts is what Anthony calls it and the celestial mm-hmm. arts, I mean, it is real. And, and for mm-hmm. me, it's it's even tangible because I, I see it and hear it and all this stuff. But yeah. other people were trained to build the pyramids. You know, we were at the top living in it and, and, and conversing with spirit. I also see myself very thin. I wasn't grounded. I wasn't connected to the earth. In fact, I don't think I ever got to touch the physical earth because my mm-hmm. job was to be a, I called myself magical wand that they put to bed at night. I was exhausted when you're, communicating like that you can you know that's why we're talking your mental illness the yeah. dis-ease of that those chakras because they're overly worked and your mm-hmm. frustration now is that you had a job and now it's not your job even though we want it to still be our jobs <laughs> to help people you know lift their spirits and, and and get this knowledge but you and i know now that we have to um first lift our own spirits keep ourselves mm-hmm. healthy and then People will come into our lives if they ask us, they yeah. get to work with us. But no more of us getting paid to be those temple workers, which is a shame because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't have to pay any bills. They fed you. You know, it's like you put to right. bed by two beautiful eunuchs. Don't even go there with that eunuch <laughs> thing. <laughs> I don't know. 
it's one of those things where some people, it like a musician, like they come mm. here and they, they're three and they're doing um, a, a music and they know it. And that's because of a past life. So past lives to me are relevant, especially right now, because mm-hmm. you like I believe they're coming back to be the Atlantis people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of um, there are like a lot of people's Atlantean past lives or how they feel even about um, Atlantis is coming up. And and the other thing that's interesting is, um, you know, we could think about like the, we could think about all the archetypes that we know from Atlantis, like the mer people and the dolphins and the magi and all these things. And um, I also have this other thing about maybe it's for some people, it's not past lives that they're, they're here to uh, structure their energy, uh, like based on what that archetype is like, so if they need to structure their energy more as a mer person, they, they can do it in their body now while they're here. And because the Atlantean energies are so pervasive and loud in what we're experiencing now, it's like we're, you know, it's all rising and we're revisiting that. And so this is their opportunity to um, get into that. We could call it a celestial alignment. Um, and even we can talk about whale energy, you know, like pe- some people have whale energy, some yeah, I know. Person. You know, I, I have to tell you, uh, watching the full moon last night, the whales were right under. They were right there. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, so all those, like, there's something about, and we, you know, we have whale, you know, we have whale constellations. So, um, so the, some of that is happening. So it's not, I think it's, it's like past and it's future and everything at the same time. And some people, that's what they're here to gather that, that information and structure their energy and consciousness with that. So that when they leave the body, they have it for their next incarnation or, you know, they have it for the next, the, the, uh, we could say concurrent incarnations that they're in already. Yeah. And you said opportunity. It's an opportunity to be here right now. And Mm -hmm. what would drive me to get up at before sunset, get down to the end of the beach to see whales breach every morning when the sun hits even on a cloudy day because the sun will hit just one spot yeah. and that's where they come up how do i know that i mean how did i know that but it was it was um instinctive to be with the whales and it's just such a mm-hmm. weird because i kameno too i'm, I'm kind of grieving because i don't get to see him as much on would be um can't quite figure out how to get on that side of the island mm. uh beaches because everyone owns the beaches on that one Aww. side but um you know i feel that we're here. It's an opportunity. And most importantly, what I've learned in this life is, is earth, mother earth. And it red earth ground me, light beings mm-hmm. surround me. Mm-hmm. And the earth is my mother, my father, the sky. In my heart, you'll find the eye. <sighs> and where did I get that? Kauai. And, you know, it was the earth, that red earth. I don't bring my normal clothes there. I go to the good, goodwill place, the second hand yeah. store, buy it, sit in the earth, and I have red everything's stained by the time I leave but that's what I need to do when I go there you know it's 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 the womb and we've got to get back to the earth this whole technology thing has gone too far yeah it's 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 too far because people aren't in command of it that's that's the whole thing we could have technology we could have a healthy relationship with technology if we had if we if we were saying okay like you live basically it's like technology needs to serve us and and to realize that we are a tech we're a spiritual technology we you know we are in a physical vessel but we are a technology and 
that we could say the technology that we're dealing with computers and things like that are based off of our bio, biological technology and that how they how they create those things is from how we are created which is very interesting to think about so when you know that you have a better sense of how to um, have a relationship with technology and to realize you're you don't have to be you don't have to be beholden to it. You don't have to be, you know, um, slave, a slave to it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. A slave. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, it's just, again, with our immune system, um, mm. our body, respect for the feminine, because uh, mm. the, the, the matriarch, you know, it's a lot of um, not family oriented. It's not earth oriented. Mm. So, again, I preach this. I don't mean to preach it, but I just know how much healthier I am. And right before I took off to Kauai and ran away, <laughs> I, I lived by a beach I never went to. But I was there with my ex-husband, and I, well, we were married then. I walked into the water up to my knees, and I said, where did I go? What happened to me? I used to do this all the time, watch sunsets and be in the water. And he goes, I'm so tired of hearing about who you used to be. And a ding, 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 that's who I am. And so where did I end up? A client calls me, and I end up at Kameno, an island way far away, no place to live at one point. And look what happened. I end up in the water. I end up by whales. I end up in mm. nature. And I had a year off to grieve and go through my stuff. Mm. And the last two years have given me another opportunity, 10 mm. years later, to do more healing on myself. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. who's more important, me and you? You for you and me for me. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to. I mean, you know. You know, you and I have been doing stuff with people for a long time. There are people that are like, you know, and, and I'm not criticizing them. They've been awake for, they're like, I've been awake for two years and I'm a master. I'm like, well, let's slow, 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 slow down. down for a second. <laughs> like slow, slow down a little bit because they, it's so exciting. Right. And it's so, it's like a whole, you're, you're ventured a whole new realm. And I, I understand that um, excited puppy. It's like the excited puppy phase, I call it. But we have time, right? And we, I mean, even though we know time is an illusion, but we, we, we don't, there's no hurry, you know, everything happens in its own time, but that, you know, we, we, as a, if you're going to help anyone else, you really have to help yourself. And that's like a mothering principle. You know, it's an interesting mothering principle that I think is, I feel is lost because mother really has to care for herself in order to care for others. Mother, you know, and we the, we could see how reality is built right now, like it's dishonoring the matriarch and really mother needs more, you know, mother is the nurturer and needs more nurturing in order to, to, to be able to um, anchor, we could say that space of nurturing forever for all, where it just opens it up so people are just more open to nurturing themselves. And here we are. <laughs> yeah here we are <laughs> i just feel like our timing is perfect the multiverse and i'm just so appreciative that we our paths cross and we're going to talk on the phone because i love the art of visiting now it's my favorite thing we were on the phone way too much last night <laughs> it was 9 a.m for you but i was like oh god this is like it, 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 it's like with uh, anthony manna we're just mm -hmm. god it just feels so good to be listen to and and to communicate with another yes. person it's just it, it lifts my spirits and it makes my heart sing oh yeah and that that's the thing like you know it's like you know when people have conversation they're thinking about what they're going to say next but i just want to listen to you i want to i want to feel your voice 
come out of this beautiful resonance, sacred resonance chamber of the body and, and to feel and to be in the fullness of what you're expressing, expressing. <laughs> and, uh, and so that to me is that's, that's a gift. If you can just be present with someone, you know, while they're, while they're expressing themselves. And, and I think we've lost that too. I think that's another level of nurturing, you know, especially like if you if you come to Kauai you and you really get your feet in the red dirt and you just sit with her you feel listened to you feel heard you feel loved you feel supported um and I do like there are places people think they have to go to the west side for red dirt and there's red dirt right on the trail by donkey beach so I just go there and that's where I go and you're never alone you are never, never alone Jennifer no, never give alone. everyone your contact before we lose time Oh, okay. Uh, so you can find me at uh, uh, universallighttechnologies.com. That's my website. And that's the name of my modality. Awesome. And, and yeah. Well, thank you for being with me. Aloha. And we're going to end the show with Seth Yamamoto. I live Kauai. Bye-bye. Bye. We go fishing and hunting too. We plan in the aina to get our food. Come on back.